Welcome back to the Popcast Cafe podcast. I'm Kavya and I am your host. I'm super excited to have you all back here for episode 20 of the podcast. So crazy to me, like 20 episodes. That's insane. Um, I started this podcast over the summer, last summer, and now we're at 20 episodes, which is very crazy, but also super exciting. Um, So this week I have a pretty fun topic, something I'm super passionate about and something that I just love to talk about. So I'm very, very, very excited to do that. But before we get into all of that, I want to let you all know that you should totally go hit that follow button. Please do that. (laughs) Turn on the notification or push the notification bell. Uh, You'll get notified every time I post, which is Fridays, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which is obviously my time zone. Um, And then also you are more than welcome to check the bio of the podcast, which is off to the side on whatever platform you're listening on, and you can kind of check out some different links uh, and kind of see what is going on with me essentially. I have uh, my Twitter, my TikTok, my Instagram, Um, I have the... um, Goodreads, TV Time, Letterboxd, and those three apps are really great to kind of see what I'm doing in real time. I'm super uh, organized when it comes to that kind of stuff, so if you want to know what I'm watching, what I have watched, what I'm caught up with, etc., TV Time is perfect. Letterboxd, great to see what movies I'm watching. I like do a bunch of lists on there and stuff and rankings, so you can kind of get a taste of that. And then Goodreads, of course, is a great way to know what I'm reading at the moment. So if you're interested in any of those things, you should totally follow me on there. We can be friends on Goodreads, whatever, whatever. That's super awesome. And yeah, so that's pretty much my whole introduction. Totally check out those links and hit the follow button. Kind of summary of what I just said. All right, so let's get into this week's topic, which is talking about Stranger Things. So... This is very interesting that I actually decided to talk about this this week because I had two potential topics of things I could talk about this week that I had prepared to talk about this week as well, but I'm just going to end up pushing it um, just because I kind of realized as, you know, right before I was sitting down to record this episode that I kind of wanted to talk about this instead. And the reason I want to do so is because uh, yesterday in the morning we got all of this, or sorry, this morning we got some crazy amazing information about Stranger Things and a lot of updates and news, um, you know, when it comes to the new season and everything to expect. And if you didn't already know, I'm a huge Stranger Things fan. It is probably my favorite uh, original streaming platform show, like, if that makes sense. It's probably my favorite. Um, I just have such a strong attachment to it. I also feel like it was one of the first popular uh streaming platform originals I mean not even probably like it definitely was like I know that for a fact so you know I just think that um that that's super exciting super interesting so I'm very passionate about it and obviously when season four does drop I'm of course going to be doing an episode on it but I kind of realize that I just have so much to say about Stranger Things that I would love to just do an episode, like as I'm doing right now, just talking about the show in general and talking about the first three seasons and also talking about the show's impact and why it's so popular and everything because I just, 
like I said, I just adore this show. I have so much to say about it. So just the idea of, you know, doing one episode about season four, like that's just so upsetting. So I really want to sit down and talk about this show. And the episode I did have planned for this week, I'm going to be doing it next week. So I've never done this on the podcast, but I am going to kind of tease what to expect in the next few weeks um, in terms of the content that I'm going to be putting out. So the next few episodes, not in any particular order, because I obviously still need to like sit through, sort things out, and then also things just start airing or like finish airing that I didn't even take into account. But you are going to see episodes on Sweet Magnolias Season 2, Euphoria Season 2, How I Met Your Father, the first season, um, Abbott Elementary, the first season, and Celebrity Big Brother Season 3. And those are the ones coming to mind immediately, but there's so many exciting things that I believe are coming out super soon, like The Marvelous Miss Maisel Season 4 is coming out tomorrow, which I'm super excited about. and yeah, there's just, there's so many exciting things that I can't wait to cover on the podcast. I believe the Wild Season 2 trailer is coming out super soon. Um, just so many exciting things to look forward to, and I can't wait to just talk about all of it. And like I said, I want to try to do a better job with getting some of those movies in there, such as like the MCU, MCU movies that I kind of talked about last week. Um, so I will try to stay on top of that as well as those begin to come out this year and we get Marvel content and just anything like that. And if there's any movies that you would like me to, you know, review that are new, I would love to do that as well because I am an avid movie watcher as well. Uh, It's just that I tend not to have as much to say depending on what the movie is, but I can definitely come up with something. So let me know if that is something that you would like to see. Okay, so now let's talk about Stranger Things. So for me, I, you know, I really do have to say that I think Stranger Things is Netflix, Netflix, Netflix's most impactful show in terms of just popularity, success, trends, etc. I think like it just, it really is. And I think that before Stranger Things premiered in 2016, I want to say it was in June, but like, don't quote me on that. But anyways, um, before Stranger Things premiered for the first time on Netflix, I think Orange is the New Black was the only Netflix original that really had any kind of traction or was really even talked about at all. Um, I think Stranger Things was like the first big one that really put Netflix on the map. And I think that Netflix would not be where it is today if it wasn't for... um, Stranger Things. Like, I think it really put it on the map every time a new season of Stranger Things is released, and you just go look at the stats. Like, it's crazy, like, the amount of subscribers that come in each time a new season of Stranger Things is released. Like, it's absolutely insane, and it stays at that number one spot for so long, and the most interesting thing with Stranger Things is that in between the seasons, the breaks in between have progressively gotten longer. The break between season one and season two was a year. The break between season two and season three was two years. And now the break between season three and season four has been three years. Like, Stranger Things, like, that is literally weird. Like, this Stranger Things aired for the first time six years ago. Like, the breaks have progressively gotten longer in between the seasons in anticipation for a new one. And people will always kind of say, like, you know, when it's past, they're like, oh, the hype is gone, it's died down, I'm no longer interested, but 
the second even an ounce of content related to Stranger Things comes out, like the entire world is in a chokehold and it's trending number one on Twitter and it's crazy and everybody's talking about it and it's all over your For You page and it's just absolutely insane. And I particularly always like to think about season three of Stranger Things after that aired and how that was literally like not even just like my for you page because I like Stranger Things but so many people that I know that didn't like don't even really engage with the content like it really took over TikTok for like over a month straight where it was just absolutely insane boatloads of content and I feel like Stranger Things is also one of those shows that like everybody has seen even people who aren't really into TV which is another thing I've noticed and I also feel like Stranger Things is that show that every celebrity and influencer has watched even when they're like people that don't have that much time to watch tv like literally i don't even exaggerate this when i say i feel like everybody has seen stranger things everybody knows what it is it's so familiar and with the release of squid game last year at the end of last year that also obviously gained a lot of traction it was very popular it's the most watched netflix show however i still feel like stranger things overall has the bigger impact like it's just consistently kept up with that kind of traction for six years now while having these huge breaks in between and this newfound obsession with 80s fads and the 80s and 80s culture and all that kind of stuff kind of amplified you know after Stranger Things was released for the first time in 2016 if you kind of just go back to that time like that's kind of when that style and that kind of music like it really just was so incredible and I think Stranger Things did such a beautiful job of this amazing combination of these lovable characters with great chemistry, a great cast who we know like all of them are going to go places after this show has finished as if they haven't already gone places, but you know what I mean. Um, But just amazing effects, fantastic cinematography, beautiful soundtrack, like it's so incredible and just the sheer amount of nostalgia even for people who didn't grow up at the time, like when I, and then it's now it's just become nostalgia for the show in general. Like whenever I hear them, that one theme music not like the one that plays with the titles I mean that as well but the one specific one when it always comes when they're like biking and stuff you know exactly what I'm talking about whenever I hear that music I get so much nostalgia just from watching the show for the first time I also think the rewatchability factor is so high I can't even tell you how many times I've actually sat through and watched the entire thing like I've watched it so many times I've watched it several times by myself a couple times with my sister a couple times with my mom and a couple times with like different friends like I have seen this show so many times and I've never gotten tired of it and every couple months like I always just think about it and I'm like oh my gosh I want to rewatch Stranger Things and with this new amount of information we got this morning I'm already tempted to like pull up my Netflix right after I'm done recording this episode and go back to season one episode one like it's just so good and I think it just it's so impactful it's so powerful it did so much and I've talked about streaming services and originals on this podcast several times but I think that you know Stranger Things existing kind of really put all of this on the map because that was really what prompted Netflix to continue being like okay we're gonna you know make more original shows and then they started doing that and of course then came original movies and then all these other streaming platforms started popping up and started doing a lot more original content you know Um, So I think that Stranger Things really did a lot for everything, and maybe that is a little bit of a stretch to say, but I really don't think it is. Like, I think it really stands for what it is, and it really just is that show. It's that popular, and I am completely in awe of it. I love this show so much, and 
I'm so excited for season four, you guys, like genuinely. So now that I've kind of gotten out of the out of the way, I'm going to just start dissecting the plot, the characters, the ships, kind of just how I do as if I was talking about a new season of a show. So I'm going to start with the characters and I'm going to kind of just list off my top five characters or just my favorite characters. And then we will go a little bit more in depth after that. So for starters, in the least basic way possible, my favorite character is Steve. Um, So obviously he was a loser in season one, a complete jerk. However, I always saw the vision for him. And especially after the Duffers confirmed that Steve was supposed to die in the first season and they kept him up because they, you know, really liked working with Joe and they saw so much potential for his character. I feel like that automatically speaks volumes. And I think Steve is the character that the audience has kind of connected to the most. And he's definitely my favorite, but it just really comes from I love his dynamic with the other characters. I think he's so funny. um, And I think he's just, I just, I love him. I think he's so great. And season three, especially, was just such a funny season. And so watching him and all his interactions with the characters and the scoops troop, like that was one of my favorite aspects of season three. So that kind of stays solid. So after the first place spot, it kind of all gets mixed up within my top five, so I'm just going to kind of say them, and this is not in any particular order, but my other favorite characters in the top five besides Steve, again, it gets like super murky here, but is Max, Lucas, and uh, Dustin, and then when it gets to that fifth spot, it's a little tough because I really want to put Rob in there. But I also, I don't even know if it's unpopular, but I, no, I'm going to put Rob in there. I just decided right now. So that's essentially my top five. Um, I feel like Steve, Lucas, Max, that is my ultimate big three. Love all those characters. Um, Lucas just continue, continuously grows on me every episode that I watch. Um, I just find him so funny. Again, love his dynamic with all the characters. Lucas and Max are like one of my favorite ships on the show, so that's another thing. Max, I just love her. I love her dynamic. I loved her introduction. I thought she was a great addition to the group, to the team, to the cast, whatever, and I think Sadie Sink is also like that girl, so like (laughs) that's like my slight bias there as well, so I think she's absolutely incredible. And then Robin, Oh, I sorry, I skipped over Dustin. Dustin, um, kind of very similar reasonings to Steve. I find him to be hilarious. I think he has a great dynamic with the characters, and Dustin and Steve have one of my favorite bonds just out of everybody in the whole show. So from that standing, I absolutely love it. Um, I think it's just so, so, so entertaining. Um, So great things to say about that. And then Robin, of course, Robin was a brand new addition in season three and I thought she fit in perfectly. Um, I thought it was great to kind of throw her in with, uh, with Dustin and Steve. I thought she fit in perfectly there and I can't wait to see what they decide to do with her character this season. I feel like she added the perfect element of realness to Dustin and Steve's dynamic. Like she kind of grounded them a little bit. She was kind of more of that sarcastic wit that was needed because I feel like Dustin and Steve are kind of at the exact same level in terms of their personality, their humor, whatever, whatever, whatever. So I think like they really connect right there. And having um, Robin there was so perfect for that dynamic because she kind of was always like, she would always shut down those plans or it was just, it was such a comedic thing. And of course, Erica was there as well, who kind of added more of the sarcastic young 
sibling type vibe, um, which is exactly who she was. So um, I just thought the Scoops troop was just a great bunch. And then talking about the other characters real quick, Nancy, super overhated. I really like Nancy. I didn't love her season three plotline just because I wasn't a huge fan of the whole newspaper storyline. And so by default, I wasn't a huge fan of Jonathan and Nancy's storyline, like together in season three. I wasn't very into it. I was kind of more focused on all the other aspects of the story. However, um, I do like Nancy. I think she's a cool character. Um, I don't really have anything bad to say about her. Like, I just, I don't think there's anything wrong with her. I don't know why people hate her. Jonathan, um is kind of a loser. Like, he's a bit of a loser, especially at the beginning, but he does get better. I feel like Jonathan's character overall is super sidelined, so, like, I feel like I never fully got a grasp on who he was or anything of that nature, um, so I don't even fully know how to feel, I guess, about him. Like, I always just felt like he was so sidelined, which I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm just speaking. I really don't know. Anyways, and then, of course, Eleven. Um, could never forget Eleven. Main character. Again, overhated. I don't see a problem with her whatsoever. I think she's a perfect main character. The show is so focused on certain aspects of just this alternate reality and these powers. And, of course, she's the one out of the group who has that supernatural ability. So I feel like ultimately at the core she's a really really good heart of the show i think millie bobby brown is insanely talented so i feel like that also carries really well um and of course she has good relationships with all the other characters as well so consistently very entertaining to watch great character you know how it goes then we have Mike, again, overhated. Uh, he's not my favorite, of course, but, like, I like Mike. Like, I really, I just, I like him. I think he's a good character. And I feel like out of the friend group of the six of them, just, like, with the kids, I feel like every member of the group and their personality blends so well with everyone else's personality in the group. Like, I feel like it's all so necessary. And a lot of people kind of make fun of it or whatever it may be but I personally always liked everyone's dynamic within the group I don't know I guess maybe that's just me but like Mike's character feels so necessary to me like a lot of people don't like him and they're like just kill him off or uh you know whatever whatever I wish he wasn't there but I feel like everyone's personality is so different it all complements everyone else's so well which I think is another really strong point in the show is that everyone's personalities is like very extreme to whatever they want to give that character emphasis on and I feel like that really helps the dynamic of all the characters when they come together because they are all so different so a lot of those personality differences can cause some clash but just in the most natural human way possible that it's just very realistic to kind of watch and see how those storylines play out and how those conflicts are resolved so I just love all those aspects um so I do like Mike and then Will, I think Noah Schnapp is such a good actor, and I think his talents on the show, like, they're so, they go so overlooked. I mean, like, his acting in season two was absolutely brilliant. I mean, he was acting down, he was outacting the entire cast, including, like, the adults and stuff, like, the, like, I mean, all those scenes whenever he was kind of being possessed, and it was kind of going to the extreme, the one scene right by, like, when they were digging up whatever they were digging up, like, that was absolutely insane. It's just, 
that's talent right there. He should have been nominated for Emmys. Like, it was incredibly excellent. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's a real actor. So, Will, again, I feel like was super sidelined in season three, which is very odd since the first two seasons, such a large part of the plot revolved around him. And not even in the way where it was like it was his show or anything like that, but just in the way that it was like he's kind of a very central point, you know? Season one, Will goes missing. Season two, Will is possessed. And season three, you know, he's super sidelined. And obviously now we get to see him kind of adjusting back to reality and just trying to get a normal relationship back with his friends, which was kind of his entire plot in season three, which I don't entirely know how I feel about, but it is what it is, I guess. But I hope we get to see more of him in season four doing something a little bit more substantial. And same with his brother, like the Byers brothers just are super sidelined for whatever reason. So I don't know. And then we have Joyce, who is, of course, their mother. I love Joyce. She's a fabulous character. Obviously, Winona Ryder is incredibly talented, and I feel like she plays that role so well. She fully embodies that character when she plays her, so I think she kind of wins the award for all, like, the little minor details. She does such a great job of adding all these little things into her acting that kind of add to the overall performance. Um, For example, I always, it just sticks out in season one, Uh, and how you can slowly see her to get a little bit more and more and more and more, like, on edge as the season progresses, like, and it's all in her tiny mannerisms, the way she shakes and the lip quivers and just the slight nudges of the face, like, it's just, it's, it's the little details that she does so amazingly, like, those small itty-bitty mannerisms that really help her performance stand out, so I love her character, I think she's great. And finally, we're just going to talk about Hopper. Again, love Hopper. Uh, Great character, exactly. Like, we need that, I guess, sheriff-type character in the mix of this mystery. Um, So he's great. I don't have anything super specific to say about him. I think he's a great character. I think he has great dynamics with all the kids. Very funny. I absolutely loved his dynamic with Mike in season three. Like, I found it to be very funny. And kind of seeing how they took that full circle moment when at the end he lets Eleven go off with Mike and everything. Like, that was a very like full circle very cute moment um obviously I love his dynamic with Elle because they are very much like a father-daughter type relationship which I find very cute and I find him to just be such a great father figure to her um and you know obviously people point at season two and have different opinions on all of that but um you know it's it's such a hard thing to look at just because he really is adjusting to how to kind of be a father figure like that especially after the loss of Sarah and everything so it's all just you know very interesting to see how it plays out but I really really like essentially all the characters on this show I think they're all great I think they all serve important purposes and I'm really really excited to see how they play them out in the next season so that is something i'm looking forward to so now let's talk ships real quick um so i think by far for me at least my favorite ship on the show is joyce and hopper and that's really odd for me because especially when there's a show with like kids teenagers and adults i typically like tend to focus on the younger people more but the hags won this round i have to say joyce and hopper are my favorite ship on the show for whatever reason i like their slow burn and whatever they got going on is the most intriguing thing to me like that's kind of 
what I find the most interesting. Like, I'm always most drawn to them in terms of ship dynamics. I mean, first of all, I already love their dynamic. And then I kind of like how they've formed this almost family unit where, you know, Elle is kind of, like, she thinks of Joyce as a mother figure and Hopper as a father figure. So it's kind of like that already. Um, And then he very much treats Will and Jonathan like, you know, kind of like his kids and everything of that nature. So there's that. And then there's also just the fact that um, uh, when obviously Hopper, quote unquote, dies at the end of season three, um, they all get together and Elle ends up moving in with the buyers. So I feel like they have this kind of unofficial family unit to begin with. So I think once they're all finally in the same place at the same time and not in danger like it's going to be really really rewarding to kind of see so I think from that aspect I'm like the most intrigued by them after them I definitely have to say Lucas and Max are my favorite ship on the show I absolutely love them together I think they have a great dynamic I loved their entire build-up I mean I liked kind of how it started as like a mini love triangle with Dustin also being into her but I'm really happy that Lucas and Max were the ones that ended up getting together because I obviously I feel like they had more chemistry and they work really really well together and their dynamic is really good. So in season 3, I felt like they were a really minor part of the plot in terms of their relationship. So I would absolutely love to see a little bit more kind of just diving into that and that's something I'm really really hoping for in season four because I just want them to be on the screen more like please they're two of my favorites and then we have Mike and Eleven who I do love like I know a lot of people don't like them because they don't like Mike and Eleven as individual characters but you literally cannot lie like they're obviously the main ship of the show so I'm rooting for them I think their chemistry is good I think they're really cute um and of course they had their little relationship drama in season three but I think that with that they came out stronger on the other side and they kind of learned a lot from that I guess and it helped them mature and obviously they're really young so I think judging them and holding them to standards of older couples isn't really fair to begin with like they're really really young and they're figuring this out together like they this is the summer before freshman year I guess like was season three so I don't know I like them I have nothing bad to say about them and lastly we're gonna I guess talk about this stancy jancy stuff so in all honesty, to a certain degree, I'm a stancy. And when I say I'm a stancy, it's just that they personally gave me more buzz and I felt like they had more chemistry, at least to me, like to each their own. However, I don't want them to be together by any means. Um, I think that Jonathan and Nancy definitely deserve each other. They match each other very well. They have a very good dynamic. All of that is very fair and I agree with it so they can have that. I'm not gonna like this or anything like that. I'm not going to say I'm a Stancy over a Jancy. I think Jancy is really good together. I think Jonathan and Nancy really balance each other out and they're good for each other. Steve, I think definitely deserves better than Nancy. And that's not to say I don't like Nancy because like I clarified earlier, I do really like Nancy, but Steve really just deserves someone who's just gonna, I guess, be there for him. You know what I mean? Like really put him first and not have him be the second option and treat him like the prince he is so yeah so I think relationships wise I mean obviously I want Lucas and Max to get more screen time 
Joyce and Hopper, I want them to get together, but as we now know that season five is the last season, I assume that'll probably happen in the last season, so I definitely want more from them this season, but I know I know not to expect super high things just yet. And then, of course, Mike and Eleven, I'm sure, will <clears throat> have a good substantial amount of content. And then as for uh, Steve, oh yes, and then other things I want relationship-wise is I just want Steve and Robin to both get their own solid good love interests. I mean, it doesn't even have to happen in season four, it could potentially also happen in season five, but I would really just love to see them be happy. And, oh, and I didn't even mention, I think Steve and Robin are also one of my favorite friendships on the show. I absolutely love their dynamic. I think they're perfect, like literally perfect friends. Um, love the entire thing they got going on there, so yeah, I love that. And now, I'm going to go ahead and rank the seasons, and then give a short explanation as to why, and then when I do my season four episode in a few months, we'll see where season four ends up landing. So I don't know if this is unpopular or what it is, but for me, it genuinely goes in order of latest or like most recent to the earliest so it literally goes season three is greater than season two is greater than season one and like I really don't know if that's an unpopular opinion but for me I really appreciated how the storylines got bigger built on things from the previous seasons and also expanded on these relationships I feel like Stranger Things is such a successful show because a lot like um what I say about this is us um which I've actually never talked about this is us on the podcast yet. I will when the season when this last season finishes. But anyways, I say the same thing about this is us and because the storyline of Stranger Things is a pre-written storyline, it really avoids any kind of plot holes and anything you feel like is unanswered typically is answered later down the line. So, they're really able to avoid all of that and anything you know, when other shows you feel like they're dragging things out or they're doing unnecessary things, it doesn't feel that way with Stranger Things. So even though some people might say season one is better or whatever, I think season three genuinely builds on season two and season two genuinely builds on season one to create a bigger and better season because it's a pre-written storyline. Because it has this pre-written, like, this is the direction that we're going to go with this story and with this plot, it avoids any kind of confusion and any kind of, you know, misinterpretations or anything like that. Like, there's nothing that happens along those lines because it's just, like, it's, this is how it is. This is, like, what you get is exactly what was planned to happen. So, it really, really helps. And that's why I do appreciate season two and season three just I appreciate them progressively more because everything that happens makes sense and it feels like a very natural progression in the plot so I mean I feel like maybe season four will be my favorite after it airs but I don't know but like I said I really appreciate growths of plots the way it has the ability to continuously build the threats just continuously become bigger but they also make a lot of sense um, as to why these threats are recurring and why these threats started in the first place. And finally, of course, I love seeing evolution of characters and kind of seeing how they change over time. Obviously, these actors are growing up. 
Um, so kind of seeing that progression, as well as seeing like these characters and just how their dynamics with each other change, what new dynamics they introduce each season. Um, they introduce, you know, a couple new characters every season, which is going to be super interesting because it looks like there's quite a few new characters coming in in season four, which I guess makes sense since our main group of kids that we follow is now like they're all entering high school. So it makes sense. We're going to get some new characters. I'm excited about that. <laughs> but yeah, so they continuously effectively bring in new characters, establish them really well, get them these great dynamics with the other characters. So yeah, I love seeing those things build and it really helps you just get more emotionally invested in these characters, in these ships, in these plots and things like that. So yeah, just to kind of wrap it up, like I really, really think that this show is something special just from the aspect that I think it really is so well written and obviously it has everybody in a chokehold every single time and consistently for the last six years and I'm so beyond excited and so ready for the fourth season to come out I'm like slipping back into my phase little by little but I'm so excited and I cannot wait to be back on this podcast to talk about the fourth season so with that being said, that kind of brings us to the end. Thank you all so much for listening. I hope you all enjoyed listening to my opinions on Stranger Things. Um, I cannot wait to talk about it again on the podcast. I'm sure I'm going to have lots of opinions and a lot to say, especially with a show like this. Like I'm going to come fresh off season four with so many opinions. And like I am literally, like my hand is shaking right now just thinking about it. I'm so excited. But anyways, thank you all so much for listening. Don't forget to hit the follow button, hit the notification bell, and that's pretty much it. Thanks again, and until next time, bye! Mm-hmm.